Welcome to another episode of the Back Catalog Podcast. This oh, I shouldn't actually do that. Sorry, I shouldn't have. I shouldn't have done the sniff because like that's bad because people hear that. Welcome to another episode of the Back Catalog Podcast. This is the podcast where we, and by we I mean me, Apple, and my co-host slash co-founder Vincent, we dive into the streaming service. We tell you, the listener and the viewer, what is worth and what is not. And Vincent, there's been big things going on at Whole H, Vincent. Do you know Whole at H? What? At Whole H. What's, what's Whole H? The, the listeners and the viewers at home know about Whole H. Now, Whole H is uh, Comic-Con related because there's big things going on at Comic-Con. Well, what's Whole H? It's just the hole where they be showing things. So like oh, essentially H. not the not the whole, whole H. Whole. No, not the not, not like the whole like W H O L E. Okay. Whole okay. H. And sometimes people say I should enunciate because there's there's, there's a difference between all and whole. Like hall and whole. You know? Okay. But to me they're the same thing. <laughs> they're just the same thing. <laughs> but Vincent, this is what I want to say to you. I want to tell you that at Hall H, I'm talking about Hall H, right? There was some big things that had dropped. And before we even get into what we're doing today, I just want us to talk about these big things that had dropped. Because this is Comic Con exclusive episode of the Back Catalog Podcast, podcast where we. So you won't see me for a while, but that's just because I'm in my uh, in my photos looking at the things that I've screenshot, RE Hall H. So uh, just to let people know, Hall H was where uh, Marvel Studios hosted their their conference for Comic-Con. So I'm going to tell you the slate of things that are to be released within the next year or two years, Vincent. Can I tell you these things? Uh, sure. Like, are you excited about this? I don't know what I'm excited about, so just tell me and then I'll tell you if I'm excited about it. All right, so February 7th. By 7th, I mean 17th, 2023. Ant-Man and the Wasp. Quan, Quantumania. Quantumania. What, what is it? So I, I, it's called Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania. I just had to take a, a, a second to realize how that was written. Quan, Quantumania. Quantumania. Uh, there's, there's plenty here, so I'm just going to be I'm gonna be rattling them off, right? Spring 2023, Secret Invasion. May 5th, 2023. I don't know why they're doing May 5th. They're doing Springs, but they're doing that. Guardians <laughs> of the Galaxy, Volume 3. <laughs> uh, summer 2023, Marvel Studios Echo. Summer 2023. Now, these these people messed up. I'm not going to say when, when this is out because they're doing summers, then they're doing Julys, then they're doing this, then they're doing that. Nah, but Loki Season right. 2. Already? Uh, then we got July 20... 20- then we, yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Next next year, then we got July 28th, the Marvels. So that's 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 Kamala Khan coming into the Marvel Captain Marvel world. I'm assuming. I don't actually know. I'm just I'm assuming. Uh, then November third, we have Blade, we have Ironheart, we have Agatha, Coven of Chaos, we have Daredevil, Born Again. Hold on, Captain hold on. America. We've got we've got Agatha. Is that the what's her name from? WandaVision. I'm talking Agatha Agatha Harkness. They're making whole shows about Agatha Harkness. Oh, these are shows. Uh well I that that sorry, that one is, but they're not all shows. Okay. 
Okay, do we have to keep doing this? Because uh, I'm sure people can just look it up if they want to. Uh, I mean, they can look it up. Where we talk about Blade. Yeah, (laughs) but I wanted to like preface why we're talking about Blade specifically, but I also wanted to just mention this to you, Vince. Okay, you could have just told me look up whole H or half H and I would have found it eventually. (laughs) Well, yeah, but you know, this is the podcast where people could get these this sort of news as well. You know what I mean? Yeah, but this is the podcast where I am just looking to like a blurred picture of your face for the past fifteen <laughs> minutes. So, <laughs> all right. Well, listen. Maybe, maybe that that idea that I had was a bad way of going about. But essentially, we are doing Blade because next year there's going to be Blade, and what better way to do Blade than to go back to Blade? You know what I mean? Yeah, what better way to do Blade than to go back to Blade, you know? Instead of going forward to Blade. So, Vincent, because we're going back to Blade, I've got to tell you that we're doing 1998's very own Blade. Starring Wesley Snipes. Now, I'm pretty sure this was pre-tax evasion, but I'm sure that the people out at home would know that if it was pre- or post-tax evasion. Um and I have no affiliations with, you know, the ATO or anything like that, but Wesley Snipes isn't even affected him. by that. This is, I don't know if it's... If it's you can't hear me? Or if he's just like... He's, he's going to luck. You can't hear me? A second. I, now I can hear you. I couldn't hear you before, bro. Are you telling me you can't hear me? And now I can hear you. I, I was making taxation office jokes, man. I was making taxation oh, is that what of, you were, office jokes. I thought you were saying, is this before or after yeah, you're taxi frozen. driver? How are you going to be? Dude, it tells me it tells me my internet connection is unstable. Dude, my internet connection unstable. We're you just going to have to cowboy this. You got one bars over here. You got Dude, one bar. I don't know what's Why don't going we just here? call each other? Which I've been saying for years to call each other. No, I want to see your face, bro. <laughs> I mean, this is you know, this is neither here nor there, but we don't see each other's face when we do the food videos. And yeah, the quality of the product work, is, is It doesn't still work there. well. Okay? <laughs> this is the podcast where we, and by we, I mean me, Vincent, gets frustrated at him, Apo. <laughs> and people would think that I'm the frustrated one, given the fact that I'm always frustrated and angry in these videos. But really, it's... <laughs> it's, it's actually me. It's actually me. Nah, All right, can nah, we Vincent just talk about actually, Blake? He's got... Yeah, but I was just going to say, Vincent, you've got quite, quite a lot of um, uh, patience. I'll, I'll tell you that much. Okay, so let me let me just do like you know like things here, right? So uh, this yeah. got the seven point one out of ten on the IMDb. It's got fifty seven percent on the Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, it had a budget of man, they ain't got budgets, man. They ain't got budgets here. Forty five million. Forty five million. Forty five. And it million. made one hundred sixty four million. And it made 164 million. So Vincent, this is a story about Blade, man. That's that's what we're getting into. Wesley Snipes is Blade, you know. That's right. Does do they ever? Oh, they call him. I was going to say he never calls himself Blade. Other people call him Blade. Yeah, because I mean, and I mean in most like, cases, I've got a sword. Call me Blade. You know. <laughs> yeah, and I mean it's probably because one, his social skills aren't the best. Yeah. Like, Mans isn't going up to people and being like, hi, Vincent, uh, you know, how are you? My name is Blade, Blade Montgomery Jeffers, but... Uh, um, 
but I'm here to like kill vampires and whatnot. You know, he's not going up to people and he's saying his full name and and telling occupations. He's just going up Dude, to people. Blade Montgomery with his De- Defries is not. He's not going up to people and saying that. Absolutely not. But Vincent, I'm going to give you a synopsis and then we'll just get into the hits and the misses. Bro, the so- synopsis uh, is man goes and kills vampires. That's the synopsis. Yeah, and and essentially he wears like leather suits, man, and and that's bro. That's, there's a lot of leather. There's a lot of there's a lot of leather creaking. You know that signature leather creaking. You sit down on a leather couch, mm-hmm. you'd be like, no, it wasn't me. <laughs> that's that's what this movie is. This this movie is just a hundred hundred and twenty minutes of nah, bro, it wasn't me. I promise it was the like leather blades. <laughs> Blade's gone through like a whole warehouse of vampires and he's killed them. And then at the end, he's like, yeah, but no, actually, that wasn't me. Like, that was the leather that was making that noise the whole time. <laughs> Vincent, I want to talk about some specific things with you. And and one of those specific things that I want to talk about is how we're going to have this this process continue if I'm seeing Vincent, you know, <laughs> just just frozen on my screen. And I'm not talking about anyone just, else. I'm talking about very Vincent. still. So, one thing that I really want to talk about is, so this was really the the beginning of the Marvel Studios uh, superhero movies. I don't believe it was the first one, but it was one of the earlier ones. Yeah. Uh, so I want to I want to hear your take on what you think about this as a superhero movie. I want to hear your take on what you think about Blade as a character, but also I want to hear about what you think of the action in this movie when compared to some of the action that we've seen in more recent Marvel flicks those are some talking right, points that I at you, least want to try to hit let me let me give you my uh, my answers to those so mm. I can tell that this this movie the director uh, Stephen Norrington Stephen Stephen Norrington he went for an absolute vibe and he and he achieved that you, you're looking at the screen like real <laughs> You're puzzled. Did you... I was looking at Stephen Norrington. I wanted to see who he was. Because, like, man oh, sounds Stephen like, Norrington. you know, Captain Norrington from... Uh, he, he sounds like he's doing, like, Jack Sparrow things. Like, you know, this might be the day that I'll catch him, but I might not, you know? <laughs> that famous quote from from whatever that movie is, Pirates. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, yeah I was just looking him, at the guy's not. face. This, this movie has absolute style. <clears throat> mm. you, know, you know what I mean? Like, it goes... It, it goes a hundred percent on the style that it's that Stephen is aiming for, and I think that you know it's not it's not a movie that you go yeah now this is one of the best movies I've seen but you enjoy this movie because it has style and you're here for that style, and I think yeah. honestly the most of the movie was pretty top tier for me personally. It falls a bit apart. It falls apart a bit at the end because there's a lot of there's a lot of CGI. And it just ends up being like a bit of, oh, bro, like these guys are going to all, there's going to be spirits and they're going to have like wings for some reason. And then yeah. this dude's going to turn into like a blood a blood vampire and you're going to chop him in half, but then then it's going to look like, you know, like a, a kid picks, a kid picks effect. You know, I mean, yeah. if they told me that the CGI in this movie was done in kid picks, I, I wouldn't question it. And I look, mean, if, that's, if that's what you need to do works, to to reach the uh, the budget, then that's what you need to do. But I mean, Blade is a like super cool superhero. I guess you wouldn't mm. call it. He's just a he's just a man's with the with the sword that kills vampires. But this yeah, is a I this think, is a I think cool if, movie. 
I think if anything, you'd refer to him probably as an anti-hero. But I agree with all of those statements that you made, Vincent. So, yeah. one, this this goes for uh, some gritty techno vampire vibe. That's 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 its thing for the entire movie. That's its thing, um, and I think that that's great. And I think that the the best thing about this movie is that the majority of it is literally we've got vampires over here. Blade needs to go kill them. I know that there's an underlying plot. Um, and there's, you know, secret societies and whatnot, but they're not <laughs> so focused on that that it takes away from the fact that you've got Wesley Snipes doing martial arts, killing vampires. And he's got a, he's and got regular a, a slit in his trench coat to put his blade. And man's, and man's will not miss blade. that slit when he puts his blade away. He will never miss. Because no. no. if that was me, and bro, my, the, the back of my trench coat would just be bare. Yeah, no, hundred percent. Sorry, I had I had some technical difficulties. My microphone like fell out of its uh, sockets, but that's no, good. Uh, yeah, no, I thought about that. Like, you know, you, you're 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 one step away from scratching your back, but you're one step away from also scratching that spine if you put that in the wrong way. Yeah. So, one thing that I think was great about uh, the Blade character and, and this movie in general was that. Yes, it was a superhero movie, but it was one that is aimed towards adults. You know, this, you know, a yeah. lot of the current Marvel stuff, which I, you know, I'm not coming out here saying the Marvel stuff is trash. I love the Marvel stuff. I mean, 90% of the reason this podcast exists is because we love Marvel things. But this movie is, it's not gritty. But it is just like we're gonna we're gonna cut people up. There's gonna be blood coming out of the ceiling. There's gonna be a blood monster. There's gonna be a dude so big like he he just been eating things all day, but he's a vampire, so he can't die. He's gonna be half burnt. He's gonna be like a burnt rotisserie chicken, just sitting there. This is not for kids, <laughs> but because it's not for kids, you can just do violent and crazy and fun things. Yeah, like you can I have think... heads losing their hands. Mm-hmm. What do you think? You waiting for me to continue? Thank you, appreciate that. Uh, yeah, I yeah, think it absolutely leans into the into the you know adult you know movie violence kind of category. Like it's and it's and you're right. It's just techno vampires. Like mm. this this is exactly what you kind of think. This is what you think vampires would be like in the in the late nineties. You know they're going to they're going to like underground raves at a um, at a slaughterhouse, and there's blood raining from the ceiling, and they're and they're yeah. wearing all leather. Like that's that's exactly what you expect. And you know they didn't try to reinvent vampires like in Dracula Untold, <laughs> which I, I did actually like that movie, even though it was uh, evidently a, a terrible movie. But it's just you know it leans into the to the, I guess, the tropes of, of techno vampires or, or goth does. vampires. I want to know your opinion on on that because the opening scene is what Vincent described then in which um, a, a lady is taking a man into a warehouse and she's like, hey, don't worry, man, this, this, there's killer things going on down here and this man's going with her. Now, first of all, being men, you know, me and you, we're being men, we're spitballing here, but we're men. Um <laughs> So, 
when it when a when a when a lady is taking you somewhere, especially if you know you are a certain man who is looking for a partner, sometimes you'll go to places that you're thinking like, I don't really know where we're going, but I'm going <laughs> along for the ride because things are exciting to me. You know, I don't know what kind of relationship I might have after this, but it might be a positive one. Right? So there's that element to it, and I understand that. But how far do you go? So do you stop when you get into a place and you start to see uh, you know, it's a slaughterhouse, you see half a cow hanging there? Like, is that where you stop? Or do you stop that's, when you see body bags being taken along the... <laughs> as, <laughs> as, soon as, you, as soon as you go into like a meatpacking place, I'm out of there. Because nothing good ever happens at a meatpacking place. I mean, other than distribution of meats, which like, you know, that, that supports a nation. Um, but also... If there was something good going on at a meat packing place, like you're just smelling raw beef. Like when you're down there, you're just smelling raw beef. <laughs> yeah. You, you, you know what I mean though? Like that's that's the like you I've never been in a in a abattoir, but I'm assuming the smell that would be coming off of that thing, like all the hooves and whatnot that are being like you all know, the hooves. being made into being made into glue. That that would create somewhat of a smell that I think that even if you were raving, even if you were sweating up against someone else, there would be that slight smell of meat. But then, do you also think that this man's horniness got him to the level in which he saw dead bodies being shifted through that space? And he went, oh my God, like I see this. I'm showing you, the viewer, that I see this, but I'm going to continue walking with this lady. Dude, dude was not thinking with his with his head. That's for sure. <laughs> well, I mean, not the right one, and that's the <laughs> issue. So, the other funny thing about that scene, which I think is an iconic scene, so yeah. th- essentially, this man is the only man in a vampire club, and blood starts raining down. He starts freaking out, and they no, all hold just on, start. Hold on, hold on. Before that. Before that, mm. he's in the rave. He's like, oh, yeah. Yeah, and he's just like dancing with all these people and he keeps getting pushed by <laughs> by different heads. And he's just like, oh, okay. Yeah. yeah, and then he's getting back into it again. <laughs> and he goes up to the lady that brought him there and she pushes him away. Yeah. But he's and still... And also the, 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 uh, uh, the DJ has headlights on, which is hilarious. Yeah, which like, I mean... If I was a DJ, I'd be doing. I'd be DJ Headlight. <laughs> be DJ Because like, yeah. <laughs> it sounds like I'm headlining, but I'm actually just headlight. So regardless of how I uh, how I go about it, like, I'm the I'm the headlight <laughs> DJ. And people, are like, oh, you're the headline? Yeah, absolutely. Whatever you heard, that's what I am. <laughs> but man's man's gets involved in this vampire club. Um, so he's running around being kicked on the floor by all these vampires, and then Blade rocks up. And what an awesome way to just open up this this film with just Blade doing Blade things. The other thing that I wanted to quickly mention, Vincent, if you're a vampire society, right? You're a society. So you've been around for a while because like societies don't come up in a week. Like societies no. take time. You're a vampire society and you have all these years to plan about how you're going to live your life as a vampire. You can't go out in the day. You can go out in the night. Why are they doing nightclubs? Like, if you're out in the day doing vampire <laughs> business, right? 
maybe because maybe because they don't know how to um, you know adequately transport themselves to the to the places to the nightclubs in the day. I know what you mean. I know what you mean. Like, why wouldn't they do nightclubs in the day? Right. And what I'm seeing from you right now is that I said something about a minute and a half ago, and then you were laughing like either you processed it for a minute or we're <laughs> lagging here. <laughs> right, we lagging. But we that's lagging. Just, okay, we're lagging. We're lagging. But we're not lacking because we're doing content. Um <laughs> So this is what I'm saying. Wouldn't you set up like some underground tunnels? So at night you do your vampire stuff. You're out and about. You, you're sucking blood. You, 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 you know, you're working at your job. You're doing whatever you want to be doing. And then during the day when you know the other vampires are going to sleep, e.g., when most people go to nightclubs, you got this underground tunnel that leads you to you know Club Lucifer, and you're just doing Lucifer-like things in there. <laughs> yeah, but then think about it. They've got to sleep. I'm sure. Yeah, but people at a nightclub also have to sleep, but they're still going to nightclubs. You go there for what a couple hours. Look, I'm. But and they do have the resources because they got they got their you know they got their hands in the pockets of all the all the upper echelons of society uh, of human society. So they could have made tunnels, Mm -hmm. like they could have made tunnels adjacent to the subways. That's exactly right. I mean, you could yeah, you could do something adjacent to the subway. Call it the subway. And I mean, that's just marketing, you know? Yeah. Vincent, have you seen, have you, had you seen this movie before? I'd never seen this movie before. What were your thoughts on the, uh, the martial arts aspect of it, the fights, the fight scenes and the fighting aspects of this, of this film? Uh, I thought the fights were pretty good, actually. I didn't find any issues with it until at one point Blade does a spinning kick that doesn't even go near the dude and then the other dude also does a spinning kick that doesn't go near Blade. (laughs) And it just looked like they were kind of doing a dance battle. And if that's what they were doing, that's fine. Yeah. Yeah. It was like one of them said, look what I can do. And the other guy goes, oh, I know I can do it too. Yeah. That was funny. And I think that was either in the scene or just before the scene in which Blade gets whooped by like a by a twelve year old vampire. Uh, I think so. Yeah, possibly. So, one thing that I I think that the fight scenes were really were really like top notch in this. You know, we're not talking about the raid. We're not talking about that. But for a for a superhero movie, I think they were done really really well. And one thing that was cool about yeah, it was they didn't you look, know they didn't that look was out Wesley place. Snipes. No. Yeah, that's right. And you know that was Wesley Snipes doing it. Like, man's put in the work to be able to do this, and it shows on the screen. It makes it look like the character of Blade is actually there, not some other guy, you know, named Slade or something that's doing all the work. <laughs> One thing that I liked most about this, and if you rewatch this back you, you and you think about it, you'll notice that there's a lot of it, is Blade is just backhanding people. Like, he's doing spinning kicks, but then he'll just backhand someone. <laughs> Just because he's blind. <laughs> and I was like, what superhero does that? And I know that there's bits on this. I know that, you know, Donald Glover does a whole bit on, on the character of Shaft. But Blade is out here just slapping vampires and slapping humans in the face. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, which superhero has just, done that? That's just in his repertoire, you know. That's that's a move that he is he's familiar with, with and he's he does it to, to some degree of technicality that he finds adequate for... Fighting humans and vampires. 
I mean, that's 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 the most eloquent way that, that could have been put. You don't fix it, man. <laughs> One thing that I love about this movie, especially the character of Blade, and it reminds me of The Matrix in a way, and, and you brought up The Matrix because we were almost going to do that, um, but that movie's too long. Uh, we're going to do the second <laughs> Matrix. Um, the, the style of Blade is not something that... If, if you saw Blade now, if Blade didn't exist in this movie, right, and you brought out Blade now, you just brought up a dude, you saw, or you saw a dude walking down the street wearing Blade things, you'd be laughing at that bloke. Or you'd be thinking, man, this bloke's crazy. Same as if you saw people dressed as... Let me just uh, let me just uh, adjust some things. Same as if you saw people dressed as uh, the individuals in the Matrix, right? You'd be thinking like these dudes are wacky looking, but because those properties exist, uh, and they were done so well when they first existed, I think that they translate even to today. Because well, Blade I mean- walked, right? New Blade can run. You know what I'm saying? His outfits, <laughs> you can make it exactly like that, and it will still look cool. Yeah, I, I I think so. Yeah, I think you're right. But I mean, that was... So I'm just adjusting things on this end. I, I don't know don't what go, you're doing, but you're doing things. You're doing things. Um, I mean, I thought the outfit was pretty cool. You know, it like it's, it's got it a vibe and he's, and he's sticking with it. And, uh, you know. It most definitely was cool, man. But it um, also, you, you also look at him and he's like, he's got he's got all his stuff and he's got his bandoliers and he's got all his knife pockets and things like that. And it's, mm. you can see where it's all going. I mean, post like it coming he, out of him he, or like while he's in there in his suit? The what? The post it? Are you, are you, no, are you saying like post, like he throws it at people? Like you see where it's going, like it's going to go into a vampire's head? Or are you saying like there's No, no, pockets? no. I'm saying he's got his suits. He's got pockets. He's got bandoliers <laughs> for his, his steaks. He's got everything, you know? Yeah, we're not talking yeah, yeah. Wagyu, we're talking silver steaks. <laughs> um, so, so speaking of like bandoliers, silver steaks, uh, the costume, I worry that this new Blade movie that might come out, they're going to do like an actual superhero suit. Like spandex? No, like more so that man's is like, you have to darn the, the thing of Blade and you have to wear this. You know, like a reveal when there's like a suit in a in a in a chamber and it's it's blade suit. Yeah. No, I see he's he's not I don't think they'll do that because he's like the punisher. They don't they don't wear suits. Yeah, but, mm, that's true. You know but what has I mean? The, but has the Marvel Cinematic Universe I'm talking about the MCU, not the because that's the Netflix property, the Punisher. Has the MCU as we know it done that? Where they just been like, hey man. Yeah, but they is, don't they is... don't really have they don't really have heads like that. This might be the first head like that. I mean, I guess you could call someone like Star Lord similar. He just wears jeans and a jacket. He's just a jean jacket shirt man. <laughs> I mean, you I know? couldn't have said it better myself. That is true. Like that if they true. didn't call him Star Lord, they would have called him Jean Jacket Shirt Man. Cause Jean Jacket Shirt Man. Yeah, no, you you raise a good point there. You could you could just do that. You don't need to make much fuss about what his suit is. Um, 
Mm. And I wonder how they're going to do it. I wonder if they're going to introduce Blade just to be... Because, you know, there is multiverse things going on. Will they just pop Blade just in the mix and be like, oh, this man's from another universe in which vampires exist? Or do you reckon there mm. might be, you know, underground networks doing societies and whatnot uh, talking about vampires within uh, this universe? Know. Like, there's so many options. I don't know. There are so many And I mean, options. we don't have to know. We don't have to know the options. Well, the, I guess we'll find out the the you know as as movies get released we'll find out whether they're going deep on this multiverse thing and then just having you know Agatha's in her own universe and and Blades in his own universe and all these other heads are in their own universes or mm. if they're going to have it as an MCU you know one universe Earth six one six and whatnot yeah now we'll see about that one question that I have for you Vincent uh. As a strategy for vampires not dying from the sun, what did you think of the use of of uh, SPF fifty sunscreens? Well, I mean, movie? look, you got to be you got to slip, slop, slap. <laughs> they they slip, slop, slap. That. They didn't they didn't they didn't seek shade though. They didn't seek shade, and I mean, if you can't seek shade, you have to slip, slip slop, slap. Yeah. I mean, when the UV is um, above three. You better be under a tree. That's what they say. That's that's, that's what they say. Uh, that's what I they did. Say. Um, should we talk about briefly this um, this frost dude? I thought he was a fairly decent, you know, bad guy. Yeah. So Stephen like, Dorff is the man that plays him, and I think he was like a, a you know one of those childhood hunks. You know those those boys that he? all the girls loved growing up, and then he became Stephen Dorff, the Blood King, in this. I mean, he's a good-looking man. I can see it happening. I can really see it happening. But yeah, he was decent enough. Like he wasn't. The cool thing about him was he 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 was he was a broody, moody younger man in this in this society. But he yeah. wasn't annoying. No, that's right. He kind of just had that that you know air, haircut. He just had that. That's that's right. <laughs> yeah. Which, I mean, that's... A, look, you know, I can't be laughing at people's haircuts because, like, mans can't even get a cut. No, I was saying right. the other day, someone also, was like, are you going to get a haircut soon? Someone was saying to me, are you going to get a haircut soon? I was like, they don't even use scissors on me no more. Like, I ain't got hair to cut. <laughs> also, I have got to, I've got to say a few things. So, mm. the whole story of Blade is his mother got bit by a vampire and then he was born. And mm-hmm. at the start, you you see this situation, and you see kind of like the, you know, first person perspective from someone. Yeah. Of his mother giving birth, and then he keeps having flashbacks of that perspective, and then when he sees his mother, who apparently Stephen Dorff is the man that slept with his, or his or bit his mother, and then decided to have her yeah. as a as a partner, um who Stephen Dorff looks about 15 years younger than Wesley Snipes. And <laughs> yeah, Wesley yeah. Snipes and Blade has the, the flashbacks of that first-person perspective when he was the kid being yanked out of the woman. Out of his mum. And the, the funny thing about that, not only is it like how do you as a child, and I know you're a vampire, like you've got vampire blood in you, but how do you as a child have those memories? And I'm talking about an infant child, but also... I, as an adult, couldn't put two and two together that that, that lady that gave birth was the same lady that was in Stephen Dorff's yeah. bedroom. 
So when I saw that, I was like, oh, oh yeah, also, this is like yeah. someone that he knows. <laughs> this is an acquaintance, an estranged that was, acquaintance. That was that. one part of the movie that they kind of just shoehorned in. They were like, let's hope no one notices. And it wasn't really for like, I understand that, you know, there was some, Blade's mum was able to do some supporting things, right? And, you know, there was meant to be like sad death scenes and whatnot. But other than that, there was no there was no weight to having Blade's mum involved in that at all. There was really, yeah, they really didn't need it. And there was not even a, a sad death scene. He was just like, oh, mum, you're one of them and stabs her with a bone. <laughs> That's it. Oh yeah, yeah, and I guess that shows that you know Blade is is he's doing it, and he's sticking with it. Like there's no emotions <laughs> for him there. It's all about getting this job done, which I think is good for that character to be. Because not everyone needs a redemption. There are some moments in which you see the humanity within him, but the reality is he's just trying to get things done, and I think that's good. Yeah. Because it allows for good action, it allows for craziness, it allows for Wesley Snipes to be, you know, emotionless, other than the time when he goes like this, when he stabs the boy <laughs> with the, uh, which I thought was hilarious too. You know what my favourite part now, was? I would have... At the start, yeah, when um, when he goes to the hospital to check out the, the, the vampire that he burnt to a crisp, who I think is hilarious in this movie, Quinn. I think he is yeah, a, yeah. a good addition to this movie because he's like Stephen Dorff's mate. And he's there just he's just there for a party. He's like, hey Blade, thanks for the sunglasses, bro. Yeah. And that's comedic. And he's things. just always like happy that he's got it. He's always happy he's got a new hand. Because his hands like yeah. his hand just gets chopped off all the time. His hand just gets chopped off all the time. And Blade is in the hospital and the the vampire man's who's who's absolutely char grilled. Like he's well he's well done at this point. He jumps out the window and then the cops are <laughs> Cops are shooting at Blade and he just looks at him and he's like, are you for real? Yeah. <laughs> oh, dude, what did he say to him? That's a hilarious quote. He, he swore that it. That is a... Yeah. Like, he just said like, good. mother, are you for real? Something like that. <laughs> yeah. And and I was there for that. And at, at that point, I was like, this is, this is a movie that I want to watch. No, but... What adds to that moment is that they just run off. As soon as he says that to them, they, they don't like say, okay, we're going to continue shooting this man. They just, they flex out of there. <laughs> like the police officers are gone. Um, I can see that we're running out on time. But Vincent, I advise you just for your own pleasure uh, to watch Blade 2. Because Blade 2, in my opinion, is also top tier. And Blade 3, Blade Trinity, is not so top tier, but there was a lot of on-set issues that made that a uh, oh, okay. a very challenging. The catering movie to film. was, but Blade was a, bit, uh, a bit low tier. I mean, you know, when the catering's not up to scratch, like who who's going to be working? Because if you don't keep people dead, if you don't keep people fed, <laughs> people are going to be upset. Yeah, I mean, and if you keep people dead, then they're going to be even more upset. <laughs> but Vincent, I'm going to give this movie a a flat seven point two because I, I was going to say a seven. Movie. I'm going to give it a seven. Yeah, it's good. Fun. I'm gonna. I've got two more things to add that I that I wrote down as notes. Uh, so we didn't talk about the lady. Uh, so in what's going to happen if the? the we got one more. What's going to if the thing stops in 45? Okay. We're all right. We're all right. Um, the lady in the film. We didn't talk about her. She was pretty good. Uh, but she she picked up like torturing and killing real quick. She was just like, I was a doctor yesterday, but now now I'm blade sidekick. I'm I'm just murdering vampire folk. I'm just murdering them, man. Yeah. 
I mean, you'd and, pick that uh, up quick. One, because she is part vampire at that point, but also you'd pick that up quick because, like, you'd be in fear. It's fight, flight, or fright. And she and she and she chose a uh, fight. She she chose murdering and, and killing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And uh, yeah, the final true. thing that I will What's say about this point? movie is, uh, like. I reckon everyone everyone loses their newspaper in this movie because every time they're on the street, there's just papers flying around. <laughs> it is windy as heck in this movie, isn't it? It is. Hey, but it we is. got forty five seconds. And that's the we movie. That's played. You got to close this out. And this is the the back catalog podcast, a podcast where we say uh, we'll talk soon. Hey, talk soon, bro. Talk soon.